This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, welcome along to this podcast. It's all about the movies every time we speak to the incredible William Mullally, of course, our film critic. This week on the show, he talks to Kevin Hart. We also have something from Ant-Man and The Exchange. Fabulous viewing on all three productions. Enjoy the podcast and don't forget to join me live on the show. Weeknights 8 through 10 here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back into the show and it's movie time right now with once again William Mullally who speaks to all the big names when it comes to uh, movies. William, your latest interview is a certain Mr Kevin Hart who was um, in the UAE just a few days ago. He was. I mean, he. I, I think this is a second home to him at this point. He was, you know, the face of Yes Island all of last yeah, year. Yeah. Coming back again and again for all of his comedy tours. He's got a huge fan base in the region and you know gives back the love to that fan base as often as possible and he's also incredibly prolific you know not only for his stand-up but for films you know he's got you know how many franchises at this point you know at this point i've lost count but the one certified franchise that's going to be having a number of movies coming out from it is called die heart it was originally uh you know a, a short series that was on this streaming quibi which is now a film that's launching on Amazon um, this weekend, and it's just as silly and as action-packed as that title makes you think. Die Hard is a film in which real-life Kevin Hart, no, a fictionalized version, is fed up with being the comedy star who never gets to be, you know, the, the big action star. He's always he's tired of being, you know, the guy next to Dwayne the Rock Johnson and not yeah. being Dwayne the Rock Johnson himself. And so he goes to action star boot camp, um, in which a, a person played by John Travolta trains him in the ways of being, you know, a John Claude Van Damme, Jackie Chan. <laughs> I love the sound of this. Yeah, it's really, really fun. You have, you know, Josh Hartnett coming in as, you know, an alumni of this school. But of course, as you might expect, things start to take a turn for the worst and the school becomes a bit too real and all of the things that he's training come in handy immediately. And so it's a, you know, action comedy from Kevin in a way that only Kevin could do. But, you know, we were very serious. Because at the end of the day, he was playing the darkest role he's ever played, Kevin Hart himself. I mean, wow, what a question. Uh, first of all, a dark individual, right? A lot of people think they know this guy, but they don't. Spent a lot of time with him. I got to know got to know his secrets. That's how I got to get the best performance possible out of him, right? Um, you know, there's some fears in there. A little bit of insecurity here and there. Uh, but the one thing there is, is a lot of heart unintended uh once i was able to figure out the heart and i was able to hit the ground running sky was the limit that's why you got the masterpiece that we're now talking about today which is die hard by the way you're welcome so there he is kevin hart talking about some um, die Hart, this uh, new one that we can see is it is it available yet william yep came out on the 24th um on amazon prime video so check it out there. And as I was saying, this is a franchise. They've already, you know, greenlit a second film and a third one, prospectively. And John Cena is going to be starring in the second one alongside Kevin Hart. So definitely much more to come um, from this production from Kevin's own studio. Here's the trailer. My whole life, I've dreamed of becoming an action hero. Claude Vanderveld. 
director of four of the six biggest action movies of all time, wants to meet with you. I'm there. My next project requires a serious, gritty actor. You, Kevin, I want you in the leading role. Welcome to Ron Wilcox Action Star School. I'm Ron Wilcox. What the hell happened? And that was your first lesson. Rule number one, you are forbidden from visiting the outside world. You'll stay here. Okay, I get it. Well, there's the trailer then, the new project from Kevin Hart himself and um, yeah nice to hear from him sounds like an interesting um, project that certainly with John Travolta in there and he he seems to like teaming up with WWE stars doesn't he yeah, I think that makes a good pairing for him it's not just for the size disparity <laughs> yeah, right. but you know I think at the end of the day he is one of the funniest people alive you know, as you heard in that clip um, it's hard to get him to be serious even if I tried but you know you're never gonna turn down a free drop from Kevin Hart are you Definitely not. Now, uh, moving on, and something that's um, showing on Netflix is called The Exchange. What do we know about this one? The Exchange is um, one of the top shows right now across the region. It's number one in Saudi, Kuwait, it's been in the top three in the UAE um, over the last couple of weeks. And honestly, it, it might be my favorite production that Netflix has produced from the region thus far. It's a really, really well-made show and really, really fascinating. And it has, you know, sort of all the, the great period style of something like glow um with a very regional focus basically the exchange is set in the kuwaiti stock exchange in the 1980s it follows this young woman who is going through a divorce is unable to take care of her her child is is you know has a family that's struggling through things and takes a job in the stock exchange in order to try to get them back up teaming up with another woman and basically the two of them try to help take down the boys club from the inside very well acted breezily made very watchable i really enjoyed it even more than i was expecting to when i was intrigued by that premise but the the costumes are so great and the the styling is so great it's really really beautifully filmed and i I think um its star rawan is really the one that um took my attention she just really does a tremendous job in this show and i think it's something that equally meant as much to her to have, you know, a Kuwaiti production show the way that this culture has changed and grown over the years, but also the amazing things that it's always had to offer. And I think Kuwait has long been a producer of great plays and great TV shows that have always caught the region's attention. And here it's for the first time catching the world's attention. It got a big endorsement from the New York Times over the week. And I, I think hopefully that audience will continue to grow and grow. And I do think that these actors are going to be in many more things to come because they really do a tremendous job. I would see it, not just what people said, it's just what I saw in people's eyes was, was really the magic, you know, was what, what was really overwhelming. And not in, uh, coming to the closest people in my life, to strangers, to, to people I work with, there's something in their eyes that they were so just proud and it was real. And I, I, I saw that they when they looked at me, especially my friends, they made me feel like I made them, I gave them hope. Mm. You know, I saw that in everybody's. And that was, that was, that was magical for me, you know, to see this in everyone's eyes. Well, there we are. Rowan Murphy talking there to, uh, to William Mullally about the exchange. Where can we see it once again, William? This is only on Netflix. Lovely. We're going to come back and talk more movies with William Mullally right here on Dubai Eye 103.8. 
You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift. On Dubai Eye 103.8. We are talking movies on Dubai Eye 103.8 with uh, William Mullally. Um, Ant-Man, Wasp, Quantum Mania. Just reading uh, that it's really doing very, very well um, at the American box office. Really kicked off uh, into high gear. What about in, in uh, Dubai? Yeah, it's the number one film. Um, and it's getting, you know, I, I think the response for it has been a bit mixed in some ways. We're seeing, you know, yeah. some people that aren't really sure about the shift in tone. But I think really there are a number of really, really great things about this film. And for me, you know, last week we talked a lot about um, Jonathan Majors and how amazing he is as Kang in this film. A really high spot for me is Catherine Newton, who joins here playing, you know, the you know Paul Rudd's daughter, um, and she is just a tremendous, tremendous character in the comics, and I'm glad to see finally come to life here. She's just, you know, I, I think a great presence in her own right, um, doing great films like Freaky a few years ago, which was basically, I don't know if you saw this film, I don't think of anyone, you would have seen this film, but basically, <laughs> think the movie Halloween mixed with Freaky Friday. What if Laurie Strode and Michael Myers switched bodies? <laughs> give it a, a miss. Tremendous job. <laughs> oh, it, it's, so, it's so, so good. And she does a tremendous job in that film, and I think she's equally as good here. And, you know, when I was able to, to speak with her about producing it, it was honestly, I think, Paul Rudd that really helped break her out of her shell and turn in such a great performance. The first day of shooting was uh, at that round table, like with Michelle and Michael and Evangeline, like everyone's in the scene. And everyone did their coverage. And then we had a lunch break and we're all sitting. And we had um, about a week of rehearsal with Modoc, right? Because Modoc, he, Corey had to shoot all of his things before we did the movie so that we could go shoot the movie without him. And then, you know, there was room for improv if we did it all together. And so we, we did some improv with Corey and I made some silly jokes that aren't probably in the movie. But when we had that first day of filming, Paul and I were just talking and I was like, what do you think? Like what, you know, and he's like, if I could say anything, it's don't hold back. He's like, I can tell you're funny. I can tell you have ideas. He's like, just try them. You won't know unless you try. And he's like, don't be afraid about looking like a fool. Don't be afraid of failing. Take that risk because it's a movie and they'll cut it if it's not good. They, he's like, but you got to try. So then we went back and did the scene and it was my coverage. So then I just started trying stuff. Like we did it as written and then Peyton was like, okay, do whatever you want. And I like did a bunch of jokes, whatever. And then they went back and got coverage of everybody else because it worked. And all that does though is like whether the joke is in the movie or not. Like some things made it in, some things didn't. What it did though was by me bringing something, everyone got better. Do you know what I mean? Like, because I wasn't afraid of just being myself, it was a better movie. Like, we're laughing together, we're feeling stuff. Like, all of that is real. And audiences can feel that. Absolutely. No, and I think they will. And fingers crossed they will when Young Avengers comes out, because I'm going to personally write letters to Kevin Feige to make that happen. (laughs) I know, it's the thing. That's the thing, though, is like, I got really lucky working with Paul Rudd because he's the king of that. You know, everything he said, it made me funny. And so whatever project I do, like, I want to be like Paul Rudd. I want to bring other people up. I want to make other people funny, set them up. Like, that's genius level comedy. It's one thing to be the funny guy and, like, take all the jokes. He's not like that. He gave me jokes by setting me up. I was blown away by that. Like, I don't know how to do that, but I'm going to try to figure it out.
Well, there's Catherine Newton talking uh, to William Mullally about her role in Ant-Man, Wasp, Quantum Mania. Now, um, for uh, the younger generation currently showing uh, in cinemas is something called Mummies. Um, animated movie. Do we know much about this one, William? Uh, I don't think this is a, a big production, you know, an international release that you know it will definitely bring in a certified audience. But I think there are a number of things that I would recommend for families. If you want something maybe a bit more PG-13, yeah. there's a great one coming out this weekend called Missing, okay. um, produced by uh, you know, a good friend of mine. And it's the sequel, I guess, spiritual sequel to a film that came out a few years ago called Searching, which took place entirely on a computer screen in which a father, you know, goes and checks the computer of his daughter. Oh, I remember this. It's fantastic. Yeah. 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 Great film. Good. Right. Yeah. Awesome film. So they've taken that same conceit and this time a daughter is, you know, home alone because her mom goes out of town with her, her new boyfriend and then the mom never comes back. And so she has to go into her mom's computer to try to find out what happened. Starring Storm Reed, who's also appearing as the star of this week's episode of The Last of Us. Um, she's, you know, a really great rising young talent. And the movie's getting great, great reviews. Um, so I'm really excited to go see that because I think that after searching, you know, that, that premise and the way that it's filmed is so great. But I know that, you know, Sev and is just a great writer and making things really tight. And so I'm really excited to see that. And it's getting... You know, I think really stellar marks not only from critics but from audiences. So I think that's going to be the best time I can recommend this week of the movies. Okay. Um, finally, before I let you go, you mentioned The Last of Us there, and apparently HBO have made a little bit of a boo-boo. Um, a lot of eagle-eyed fans noticed um, a blunder um, similar to the Game of Thrones Starbucks Cup. Remember that, uh, William? In the sixth episode of this film, Joel and Ellie are seen uh, crossing a bridge um, but they're not alone because uh, an aerial shot actually captures members of the crew in there and it was left in. So <laughs> another bit of a blunder. Uh, it's, I mean, yeah, it's just one of those things. That, but I think it's been such an immersive show that you can forgive maybe the same way you can forgive Game of Thrones for the Starbucks Cup. Honestly, the main thing I'm going to be hoping is that I never hear anyone start to to hum the tune Toxic by Britney Spears because that didn't actually come out until two months after um, the you know big plague wiped out a lot of life on Earth, so that's the main thing. I've seen people point this out. We got to make sure that there's no toxic in this. <laughs> okay, I think we can do that. And just one more story to tell you about. Um, Steven Spielberg uh, is apparently um, mounting a big production on one of Stanley Kubrick's lost projects. Um, it's a biopic of Napoleon Bonaparte, and it's going to be a seven-part series on HBO. <sighs> okay, I don't know if I want this. <laughs> I would want it if it were Steve, like if it was Stanley Kubrick. Cool, I'm on board. All right, but I want to see it because it's Stanley Kubrick's. I, I don't know if I want to see this from from Spielberg. I uh, I don't know. I mean, I, at this point, I think he's just doing his like victory lap, indulgent time. It's like Fableman is basically this movie that's built for dudes who had their parents get divorced, and so they got really into movies and want that to feel important. Napoleon is just going to be his kind of sort of great man epic. I, he's been such a great filmmaker at avoiding these sorts of late career indulgences. This just seems like checking a box for every possible indulgence. 
I'm willing to be proven wrong, but honestly, <laughs> this is, I'm going to give this a miss. All right, give it. A, it's not many that you give a miss to, but you're allowed one every now and again, William. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, swerve Napoleon Bonaparte's biopic by Steven Spielberg. Thank you as ever, William, for joining us on the show and for sharing your fantastic interviews, especially Kevin Hart. Absolutely hilarious, and we'll catch you again next week. Cheers, buddy. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.